The Powers on Sports podcast is brought to you by Titan Home Lending, Print and Marketing Solutions, and Star Alvarado. Enjoy the podcast. Larry Bird's not walking through that door. We're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. It's my team. It's my quarterback. A kick. It is To beat the man, you gotta beat the man. The two one swung lane drive right there. One run is in. Here comes Green. Here's the run of the play. This is the Powers on Sports podcast. All right, welcome in to another episode of the Powers on Sports podcast. I am your host, Jason. Down in Tampa, we have an eventful podcast for you. Lots of doings this week in the sports world. We're going to talk NBA, a little NHL, got some soccer news. We've got some French Open news. We've got some uh, wrestling news, some baseball news. And and the biggest story of them all is the Live PGA Tour merge fest that that was unveiled on Tuesday morning kind of out of nowhere to the to the surprise of everybody in the golf world and the sports world so uh, again appreciate you finding us I'm your host Jason down in Tampa you can find us on Twitter at JPO sports also on our YouTube channel uh, the Jason Powers sports channel on YouTube we have all of our uh, podcast interviews and such we no guests this week. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some thoughts on all these different topics. Again, wild week in sports so far. The National uh, Basketball Association Game Three of the Finals is in the books. Denver with a convincing 15 point win in Game Three to go up two games to one in Miami. A historic night in Miami for one Jamal Murray and Jokic. Uh, the first tandem to ever have two 30-point triple-doubles in the same game. Both guys were just awesome in the game. And even more so, you, put, you had a Denver with an excellent defensive effort. And Christian Braun, Brown with a big game off the bench for the Nuggets. And he had 15 points. He played great in like 19 minutes of play. Aaron Gordon was good. Uh, just a th- thoroughly dominant effort by the by the Nuggets in Game 3. Uh, the Heat, uh, you know, just just didn't shoot very well. Again, credit Denver's defense much better defensively. You've heard the last several days, Coach Michael Malone ripping his team about effort. Much much better defensive effort for the uh, Denver Nuggets as we head to Game Four, which is Friday night in Miami. Again, Miami, the epicenter of the uh, sports world. Now you got you got. Uh, you had Game Three and Game Four in the in the NBA Finals. You got Game Three and Game Four in the NHL Finals with the Florida Panthers. Panthers trail two games to none to Vegas. Uh, game Three will be Thursday night in Sunrise, which is about 25 miles or so from downtown Miami, where the arena is at uh, for the Heat. But uh, again, Miami is going to have a huge next four days of championship action. Uh, finals mania and another huge announcement coming out of Miami on Wednesday, which we'll get to in just a minute or a few minutes um, in the soccer world. But again, two games to one, Denver. 
I originally picked Denver in five games. I thought Denver was going to win tonight as well. I laid Denver in the two and a half tonight. So um, I, this is this is a uh, critical, critical, obviously a must-win game for the Heat. Uh, it's it's funny they the Heat have been better when their backs are against the wall as opposed to playing with some prosperity. Uh, give the Heat credit for a, a good, excellent comeback. In game two to get the series 1-1, shot the ball really well. An incredible stat going into game three was Miami was plus 90 in the fourth quarter, in fourth quarter scoring throughout the playoffs. Plus 90. Denver did a good job tonight, went to plus, just did a plus one on Miami tonight. The third quarter in game three was the big quarter for the Nuggets in game three. Uh, Jokic, Murray, Christian Brown was excellent in the third quarter. They really extended the lead, I think, from five to like 16. So, uh, but again, game four will be Friday night in Miami. Again, that would not shock me if Denver uh, wins both these games in Miami. I think Denver's just the better team, got more skill, have a little more margin for error. Uh, It'll be interesting to see if Tyler Hero plays in game four. He didn't play game three. I wouldn't. I would not be shocked if he plays Game Four because they need a little offensive spark. Butler's been good, not great. Adebayo's been pretty decent. Uh, Vincent was not very good tonight. Struess was not very good tonight. Kevin Love, eh. But uh, just very difficult when you're having to match up with Jokic and Murray. Uh, and if, if Denver gets any contributions from a third guy, they're going to be really, really tough to beat tonight. It was Christian or Wednesday night. It was Christian Brown. Uh, we'll see what third or Friday night entails for the Heat. A couple other NBA notes. You'll hear the Ja Morant suspension here pretty soon. Be interesting to see what the NBA does there. I think minimum 40 games. If it's not 40 games, it's criminal, and it's a disgrace by uh, Adam Adam Silver. I would almost also, and, I, and I, this is kind of an odd uh, addition to the penalty, I would make him ineligible for the playoffs as well. If you're going to suspend him 40 games, I don't think you should give him the opportunity to play in the playoffs next year. Uh, more information allegedly is coming out or has been uncovered by the NBA concerning Morant. Morant's now claiming that the gun he showed in the second Instagram video was a toy gun. Are you freaking kidding me? Um, so um, I would lay the hammer down on, on Morant. If you don't suspend him the entire year, I would give him 40 games plus the playoffs. I don't think you should reward him next year by allowing him to participate in the playoffs. Um, so that would be how I would handle it. Uh, when we'll see what uh, Silver says he's going to make an announcement very quickly after the after the NBA Finals. So I think you'll see that within a couple days after the Finals, uh, the, the suspension for John Morant. Chris Paul speculation, all the speculation is that the Suns are going to move him. Uh, they're, they're debating what to do with him as far as he's got a huge salary number next year. Uh, if they cut him, I think the guaranteed money is minimal, like $15 million. So it'll be interesting to see what they, if they're able to trade him potentially or cut him and re-sign him. Obviously, they do have a new coach in Phoenix, uh, Frank Vogel, new, new coach in Phoenix after Monty Williams got fired. Remember, you have Durant, you have Booker, you have De- DeAndre Ayton. Wouldn't shock me if they tried to move Ayton and Chris Paul together. Uh, a couple, if he leaves Phoenix, a couple spots he could be good at, potentially good in. Maybe L.A. with the Lakers. Uh, I like him in Philadelphia, potentially with uh, Joel Embiid. I'd let James Harden go. You replace Harden with Chris Paul. You pay Paul less money. Uh, again, I think Chris Paul is a much more pure, better pure point guard. Would would probably work well with the shooters they have in Philly. Uh, Maxi, you got Tobias Harris, you got Embiid. 
Uh, I think Philadelphia wouldn't be a bad spot for Chris Paul. He is obviously late 30, so you'd have to you're gonna have to limit his minutes, especially to get him figure out a way to get him to the playoffs. You can't play him 35 minutes a game <clears throat> by any means. He's got to be in the 25 minute range, I think, at this stage of his career. But again, a, a, a team that's on the brink of winning, the Lakers, team that needs a point guard, the Lakers. Um, again, Philly, I think, would be a good. He could go back to Phoenix. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he goes back to Phoenix. I do think the uh, Suns will make a move potentially to try to get, try to unload Aiton to somebody, uh, maybe a three-way trade with Aiton. So uh, there's your NBA headlines. Again, we mentioned the NHL, 2-0 Vegas heading to Miami uh, for Game 3. Again, dominant performance in Game 2 by Vegas, upset win 7-2. I think Vegas is just the better team here. Great story by Florida, but if Vegas can split in Florida, I think it's going to be a five-game series there as well. Uh Again, Vegas has been a great franchise. Their third final appearance in only five years. So what a job by them. Uh, so there's your uh, hockey news. Before we get to live and, and a couple soccer notes, French Open Friday, the huge matchup in the semifinals. You got Djokovic and Alcaraz, the two headliners at the French Open. That'll be a colossal showdown Friday. It'll be a night. It'll be an afternoon match here, but a night match in uh, Paris. Uh, in, the, in the men's semifinals against Djokovic and uh, and uh, Alcaraz. So if you're a tennis fan there, <clears throat> there you have it. A um, couple baseball notes. You, if you saw Jacob deGrom, he's done for the year. Another Tommy John surgery. It'll be his second Tommy John coming up. Be in, his first, in the first year of a five-year 185 contract with the, the Texas Rangers, who are playing great. Just a big blow to the Rangers. Be very interesting to see if DeGrom can he, – he won't play till at minimum late next year in 2024. Um, and, again, depending on where – we'll see how that goes. But, again, the second Tommy John surgery coming up for DeGrom. If you also saw the new Steven Strasburg, you know, he's had – sounds like he's got some uh, severe nerve damage. He, he'll he never pitch again. Another disastrous contract by the, by the Nationals with Strasburg, who signed a couple years ago, a huge extension. Uh, he'll never pitch again, in my opinion. DeGrom is probably, he'll probably pitch, but it'll be interesting to see if he's anywhere near the dominating pitcher that, he, that he's that he been. Uh, he's had, again, five years, $185 million. It's unbelievable that they gave him in, in year one. Not even two months into year one, he's already blown his arm out. Um, so bad, bad luck for the, for the Rangers, again, who are having a great year. Look for the Rangers to be aggressive this year to maybe go get a player. Maybe do they go, maybe are they in the Shohei Otani business? Uh, wouldn't shock me if they were in the Otani business, maybe at the trade deadline. If the Angels are out of it, he'd be a fantastic fit in Texas. They've got a, they've got deep pockets down there. That could be a team you could potentially see him signing with. Again, he's probably going to get five to six hundred million dollars to sign. You'll probably get him for you know eight or nine years. But again, uh, you team him up with what they got in Texas. That could be a pretty good uh, if they're able to somehow get him at the trade deadline. That would be a hell of a move there for, for the Texas Rangers heading into the trade deadline. Um, <clears throat> you saw also saw the gambling note in the NFL. You had a gambling issue last week. Isaiah Rogers, who is a Tampa kid actually, went to Blake High School here in Tampa. Defensive back for the Colts. Got in trouble. Uh, is Got exposed for making wagers through a friend of his on games and more importantly i think it's, it's the, the news has trickled out that he's betted he's bet on colts games which will not be good at all he will most likely get i he'll, he I mean, if, it, if it's found out he bet on colts games 
he's going to get a year. He'll be he'll be out like Ridley was, um, maybe even longer than a year due to that. Uh, the the NFL has got to get a hold of this. You know that you had some suspension to, uh, a couple a month or so back with the Lions. You will most likely have some more suspensions this summer leading into training camp with with the gambling stuff. Um, that's the one danger of all the gambling is that. Uh, you're going to have players that's, that's very trackable, FanDuel, DraftKings, all these things are trackable when you're making these online bets. So um, Isaiah Rogers, again, a Tampa kid, uh, DB for the Colts, is under uh, investigation by the league for, for gambling. It's not going to be a good outcome for him. Uh, again, if they find out that he was betting on his own team, that's going to be a problem. If he was betting on his own team to lose, especially, that will be a colossal problem for Isaiah Rogers. So... Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, reminder, I <clears throat> before we, we'll take a little break here in just a minute, but a reminder that uh, catch me on the PressBox re- online radio show on Wednesdays. You can go to PressBoxRadio.com. You can also look up the PressBox uh, radio app. Myself, Mike Grace, and multitude of guests. Uh, we, do a, we do a show. Mike does a show every week. Uh, every day from uh, 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern Time. I, I'm a co-host with him on Wednesdays, most weeks, and sometimes multiple days in a week, but every Wednesday. So if you like good chatter, we talk baseball, we talk SEC, we talk college football, news of the day. Very good show. Mike does a great job with getting guests. We get very well-known guests from all over the, the, the country in the Southeast talking stuff. So check out the Press Box radio show, 8 to 10 a.m. online. Uh, pressboxradio.com and I've also been doing a couple of appearances down here in the Tampa Bay area on Spectrum Sports on their Spectrum Sports 360 show uh, that airs nightly here in the Tampa Bay uh, market I've been doing some uh, guest appearances Some uh, we do a little face-off section so if you're in the Tampa Bay area uh, and you get Spectrum check out Spectrum Sports 360 so you might see yours truly with a guest appearance here and there uh, as we move through the summer and into the fall. So, Powers on Sports Podcast. Appreciate you finding us. If you haven't haven't already done so, hit that subscribe button. Tell a friend. Forward it. Forward our podcast to your friends. Uh, Check out, uh, become a follower on Twitter at JPO Sports. Love to hear from you. If you got comments about the show, topics, uh, we'll we'll have some good guests as we move through the summer. I've got a couple of, uh, Big time guests. I think I've got lined up for here, here as we move through the summer. Some big big names, some well known uh, players, former players, media people that I think you'll like. So hang in there with us. Appreciate you finding us. Tell a friend, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. And we're going to talk a little Lionel Messi to MLS, and then the Live Golf PGA Tour merger. We'll be right back on the Powers on Sports podcast. And now a word from Titan Home Lending. Are you in the market to purchase your first time home, relocate to the state of Florida, or just purchase that second home or investment property? Well, if so, Titan Home Lending can help you get financing for that new home purchase. Reach out to Jason Powers, 205-790-1404, and I can help you get pre-approved in less than one day. A pre-approval is critical in order to make that offer on your home. You want to know how much of a home you can make an offer on, and getting a pre-approval will allow you to do that. From an FHA, VA, conventional loan, jumbo loan, bank statement loans, there are numerous loan options out there to help you get into your house of your dreams. 
You can also renovate. You can do a renovation loan, which will allow you to make home improvements and finance the costs into the loan. So reach out to Titan Home Lending anywhere in the state of Florida for your next home purchase. 205-790-1404. Now a word from our partners at Print and Marketing Solutions, as well as Star Alvarado, our realtor here on the podcast. If you have any buying and selling needs anywhere in the Bay Area, reach out to Star Alvarado, 813-538-9572. She can help you on the selling side or the buying side of any real estate transaction here in the Tampa Bay Area. From St. Pete to Tampa to Wesley Chapel and anywhere in between, reach out to Star Alvarado, 813-538-9572. And Print and Marketing Solutions, my guy Todd Tedesco, 813-498-2887. Todd's located on the corner of Lineball and Gun Highway over in Carrollwood. Todd can help you with all of your print and supply needs, corporate events, golf tournaments, signs and banners, marketing pieces, color copies, anything in between. Todd is your print and marketing specialist. Again, print and marketing specialist, Todd Tedesco, 813-498-2887. Okay, welcome back. Appreciate you finding us, Powers on Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, down in Tampa. Got a good, uh, again, very action-packed week in the sports world. We just got done talking some NBA, a little MLB, a little uh, NFL. Before we get to live and Lionel Messi and some soccer news, a shout-out to all of our my, all of our wrestling fans out there. Tragic news. The Iron Sheik from WWF fame. The Iranian Iron Sheik passed away earlier in the week at age 81. A beloved figure in the wrestling world. If you were a wrestling fan in the 80s and early 90s, the Sheik was what a character he was. Him and Sergeant Slaughter, WWF Bob Backlund, and all the different uh, rivalries, the nationalism rivalries that the Sheik was involved with all throughout the uh, WWF. Iron Sheik. Shout out to the Sheik. He passed away at the, lived a great life. Everybody said he was a great guy outside of the ring. Uh, just a super guy. And, and, and what a character he played. The Iron Sheik dead at 81 years old. All right. Humongous news out of MLS on Wednesday. It's been confirmed by the man himself, Lionel Messi, leaving PSG and is heading to MLS. He will be in Miami for Inter Miami, we will have on in the next couple of weeks Ian Hest, who covers the Inter Miami franchise on a day-to-day basis. He will be joining us. We had him on a couple of months back as we started the MLS season. We talked to him about the possibility of Messi coming to town a couple of months ago, and we thought that was a pretty decent possibility. It has been confirmed today. Lionel Messi is coming to MLS. Full contractual terms have not been agreed upon yet, but it'll, it'll be a big number. There'll be some ownership. There'll be some. T- he'll he'll get some of the TV rights deal money with Apple TV. It sounds like he's going to get a part of that. Those revenues, those dollars. But uh, great coup for for MLS and in Miami. It'll be a perfect spot for him in Miami with the international culture down there, the uh, the South American uh, culture down in Miami. Reminds me of back when I was a, l- a little little kid when Pele. 
To those of you who remember Pele, who came to the NA, the North American Soccer League, to the Cosmos, the famous New York Cosmos. You had Beckenbauer, Canelia. Pele was the first guy to come. You had Johan Cruyff back in the day. You've had we've obviously had Beckham and some other big stars. I think you'll see Ronaldo come to the United States before he before he fully hangs it up. You've seen Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who just retired for AC Milan over the weekend in the MLS. But again, Messi's the biggest of the biggest to come to MLS since Pele. So it'll be a great, uh, great, great scene once he gets it. You probably won't see him play till probably late July. It'll probably take a month or so to get the contract, him move, him get press conference, media tour, all that stuff that, that'll go on with bringing Messi to MLS. You'll probably see him late July in MLS, uh, in the MLS for Miami. So great coup for the league. Again, he'll probably be here a year and a half, two years, something like that, depending on his health and such. But again, Lionel Messi coming to Miami. The Glazers here, Manchester United, the Glazers who are here locally in Tampa that own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they are on the brink of selling Manchester United. Uh, from all reports that I've seen, that that's probably going to happen here pretty soon. So a big changing of the guard in the English Premier League. Man U, the Glazers have been the owners of Man U for many, many years now. Uh, there's a kind of a love-hate relationship with the Glazers overseas in England, but uh, the Glazers do own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here. Be interesting with the final price tag. It sounds like it'll be, I think I saw numbers in the $6 billion range for Man U. So that'll be an interesting uh, when that decision gets uh, d finalized. But Man U looks like they're going to be sold by the Glazers here in the in the short term. Manchester City wins the FA Cup over Man United last weekend. Obviously, we know they won the EPL, and they are going for the treble on Saturday. Uh, the UEFA final is Saturday. They're playing Inter Milan Saturday, 3 o'clock, that you'll be able to see that here in the States. But again, Man City going for the treble. It'll be a great, what an accomplishment that would be. They've won the league. They won the FA Cup. And now the UEFA, they're going to be heavy favorites in the in the UEFA final. But again, Man City going for the treble here is the last big soccer event of the uh, springtime, early summer. Before the summer transfer window, you're going to see some big moves uh, in, the, in the transfer window. You've already seen Benzema go to Saudi Arabia. Speculation that Harry Kane might go to Real Madrid. You saw Jude Bellingham. He's going to Real Madrid. There will be some big moves of some big guys here in the summer transfer window. Uh, Pulisic will probably get sold. There's talk of um, there's a uh, who oh uh, uh, Neymar potentially going to Chelsea. So again, there'll be some big big names on the move potentially this summer in world football. So stay tuned to that. So there's your kind of your soccer update. Last thing I want to wrap up with is. Obviously, the live golf situation. What a what a uh, wild couple of days um, with the PGA Tour merging with Live Golf and the world, you know, the DP World Tour, which is the which is the old European Tour. All those tours are now going to be under one uh, one singular entity, for profit entity. Obviously, we've had all the the drama with Live Golf and P, the PGA Tour the last you know fifteen months or so. Uh, with with the commissioner coming out with the brutal com you know with the rough comments all the guys that defected Kepka, DeChambeau, Greg Norman, Phil Mickelson, all the guys that 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 defected from PGA Tour to live that got the money, uh, the guys that didn't leave Spieth, McElroy, Woods, Justin Thomas, Cantlay, 
the promise to, uh, of, of lo- you know, the loyalty that was promised by the PGA Tour to not go. Um, and Jay Monahan, I mean, just absolute, uh, you know, fully exposed to the media, fully exposed as a hypocrite. You know, all the anti-live sentiment the last year or so from Monahan, And now he, he makes it in the dark, kind of a seven-week secret uh, agreement that he none of the players, 99% of the players knew nothing about. Agents didn't know about it. Executives, nobody in the golf world knew about it except for Monahan and the live golf guy who, who apparently met over a six, seven-week period three or four times to, to hammer out the agreement. Uh, the massive lawsuit cost, the, the, the lawyer fees that were going to be expensed, the information that was going to be exposed by uh, uh, the, in the discovery phase had the lawsuit continue to go to, go to trial that the both PGA Tour and Live would have had to expose themselves with a lot of liability as far as antitrust and monopoly monopolizing the golf world and just God knows what other financial things that would have been discovered um, it had that had the case gone to trial. So both sides were the benefit of both sides of, of not having a trial. Uh, obviously, this is a major win for the for the Live Golf side of things. Um, and again, what a, a dramatic players meeting that Monahan had on Tuesday up in Canada at the RBC Open. That he had to have an open meeting with all the players at the Canadian Open, and you know, obviously take a, a total, you know, bend over here it comes, and you got to take every bit of it. You know, you know, I will give him credit. He he acknowledged he was a hypocrite. He acknowledged he he took on the meeting. He took his medicine. He's going to continue to just get lambasted by his by his members. We'll be very interested to see if he survives. Not many of the details have been have been uh, publicized, and they probably haven't been figured out yet as far as the schedule for next year, the eligibility of the live players, the the, the process of of them getting back onto the tour, what kind of fine and or suspension will they have to incur, uh, what kind of monetary uh, reparation will be made to the guys who didn't take the live money to stay on the PGA Tour. All that's to be announced. You heard Rory McIlroy talk on Wednesday about, um, you know, for the betterment of the golf game. Ultimately, it was going to happen. They were going to merge. You know, um, the, the only way for the, everybody to survive was for them to merge. Uh, obviously, the Saudi Arabian money is, is an issue to some people. But a lot of people make good points. Most things in our life, most companies we deal with that we don't think have any ties to Saudi Arabia do, whether it's uh, golf, whether it's Disney, whether it's J.P. Morgan, whether it's uh, you know entities all around the world, soccer teams we follow that have ownership stakes, the Saudi Arabian money, oil, everything, all, anything oil related as far as gasoline, things like that. When we watch the Olympics, we've seen all this stuff in the in different forms and different venues relative to, to you know, sports washing of money, the, 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 new, the new phrase when it comes to Saudi Arabia is sports washing of, mo- of the money. But, you know, say what you want. The Saudi Arabian PIF fund is the richest fund in the world as far as financing things. And as you and I both know in the world of, of life and business and decision making, money, money, money plays such a huge factor in so many people's decision making when it comes to their financial futures and they have an unlimited uh, spigot full of money by all the oil they pump out in that, in that PIF fund. Um, so 
Live golf. I mean, I mean, the Saudi Arabian dollars are going to be in this are going to be in the sports world. They're in the sports world. They're going to continue to be in the sports world. W. If you're a WWE fan, they're in bed with the Saudis as well. They do events over in Saudi Arabia. There's been golf events. There's been soccer events. There's some soccer players that you like. Obviously, we've seen atrocities with other governments, with the Olympics, with China, with Russia. There have been Olympics in China and Russia on NBC and all that. So. Um, if you're going to take the stance that the Saudi Arabian money's bad, then you have to be fair and you have to analyze the, all the other things that the Saudi Arabians are involved in that are that involved in your life. Whether it's Disney putting gas in your car, J.P. Morgan, all the different companies. I think I heard a stat. They they have forty three billion dollars with a B, forty three billion dollars of business interests in the United in, in the United States in different entities. So. They're all over the place. It's, you know, it's, it's a, you know, they're not, that government is not, not, not great, but it's a government that uh, it, many, many around the world rely on for oil and all those kind of other things. So uh, it is what it is. Again, the merger was inevitable. The way it came out of left field with so few people knowing about it was kind of the huge surprise. Uh, if you remember back in the day, AFL and the NFL merged, ABA and NBA merged. NHL and WHL merged, and now you have Live Golf and the PGA Tour all under one window. One secret uh, benefit I think is going to be is going to be the, to help the European Tour, the the DP World Tour, who had been really struggling financially. Uh, they're part of this agreement as well, so I think that will be a, an interesting part of this. And the other part, the short term result will be how will the Ryder Cup teams be assembled. Have any? How will the live players be a part of this equation with the with the Ryder Cup teams uh, coming up? Uh, you do have a major championship coming up next week in Los Angeles, the U.S. Open, It'll be Father's Day weekend, and it'll also be interesting to see how is the TV coverage both this week with the Canadian Open and next week with the LA Open. It's going to be very interesting to see what the TV coverage is like on the Golf Channel, NBC, CBS. You had some staunch uh, detractors especially with the Golf Channel, Rich Lerner, Brandel Chambly, and others who have been very critical of the Live guys and the Live Tour and all that whole that whole entity. Obviously, there's a very public feud between Mickelson and Chambly with the Golf Channel. We'll see how that unfolds over the coming weeks and months. Uh, be very interesting TV if you're a golf fan to stay tuned here in the next and to see what the details are of this agreement as, as the as the weeks move forward, the details will probably get more finalized. You'll hear some uh, you know items related to what are the penalties for these players to get back on the tour and such. Will they have to repay a certain amount of money? Will they have to pay a huge fine? How will the uh, current PGA Tour players that didn't take the money how will they be uh, taken care of? Which Jay Monahan said they'll be taken care of for their loyalty. How will that unfold? And in how much money and all that good stuff. So stay tuned. Again, this is not that story's not going away. That's just going to get more and more juicy as we get through the uh, as we move through the summer. College football, not too far away. We'll be talking some college football here moving forward. The NFL training camps are about two two months away. Most teams are having their mini camp either this week or next week, and then there'll be about a six seven week break until training camp starts late July. So uh, you'll have a little break for there. So um, lots of stuff going on in the sports world. Again, Miami's up uh, down 2-1, heading to game four Friday night. Vegas up 2-0 in the hockey, going into Thursday night in uh, for game three. So 
Good sports week here. <clears throat> if you're a sports fan, appreciate you finding us. Again, if you haven't already hit that subscribe button, subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast platform. Tell your friends about the Powers on Sports podcast. Go to the, my YouTube channel, Jason Powers Sports Channel, for the for the video interview. This this will not be up there this week, but all of our guests from previous weeks have, are up there. We had some great guests. Brad Johnson, Super Bowl champions. We had uh, Bob Rathbun, voice of the Hawks, a couple weeks ago. So all, our, all of our interviews backwards and moving forward to there. Give a shout-out to my guy T.C. Martin out in Vegas, allowing me and T.J. Reeves to host his radio show this past Monday out in Vegas while he was on the road with his world champion Las Vegas Aces of the WNBA. So appreciate that opportunity, Mr. T.C. Martin, and look forward to helping out as we move forward. So thanks for finding us, Powers on Sports Podcast. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. Thanks again for listening to the Powers on Sports Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on whatever podcast platform you are hearing us tonight. Remember, you can reach out to us on Twitter at Sports. So we'd love to hear your feedback, comments, suggestions for future episodes. And again, thanks for all the support. Remember to share the podcast with your friends and colleagues. And we'd love to see you back next time for the next episode of the Powers on Sports podcast. Have a great week.